If you're traveling across the country and going uh, throughout the, maybe the Midwest or the East, you're probably going to run into towns and villages and cities very quickly and quite often. But if you're going west, uh, going through Kansas, Nebraska, Montana, the, the Dakotas, you can go for miles and miles and even hours between uh, towns and even filling stations sometimes. And as a result of that, you have these long stretches of highway that are often beautiful territory. Uh, the, uh, the beauty is there, but these long stretches uh, of, of highways we travel are, is out there. And this is kind of what the book of Psalms is. A Psalm is a long stretch. It's the biggest book in the Bible by far. 150 chapters that vary from uh, chapters of two verses to 176 verses. Uh, it's, a, it's extremely long, and therefore the book itself is broken up into five sub-books. And each of those books, uh, are they're, they're similar and a lot of overlap, and at the same time they're, they're somewhat distinct. So we're going to slow down a little bit in our run through this particular book. We're not going to go uh, through Psalms in one shot. We're going to take five different stops throughout the book of Psalms and look at each of the sub-books within the book itself and glean from that what God has for us. The first book, of course, is uh, the first one, and it is Psalm 1 through Psalm 41. Uh, these are mostly Psalms of David. As a matter of fact, David wrote about half of the Psalms, but uh, Moses wrote a couple, Solomon wrote some, and a number of other people did as well. But most of these are Psalms of David, and they're actually prayers of his. These, these Psalms are prayers of praise, and they're also uh, uh, just songs that people sang it was kind of the hymn book of the Jews in many ways of the Old Testament times. But David is praying and he is talking to God and these are written down for our reflection. In the first Psalm, we have probably the introduction not only of the whole book, but probably the whole theme of the book, which is found in the first couple of verses. It says, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the paths of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Uh, this sets the agenda for the entirety of the book. As a matter of fact, these two verses will be our theme verse, our, and we're going to have two verses, our theme verses for the book of Psalms. If you don't want to memorize the whole, uh, all of these, both of these verses, just do the first line even. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. That sets the agenda for the rest of the Psalms. Our, our key uh, word will be praise because these are praises to God in one form or the other. Uh, but uh, as, as wonderful as this is, this particular chapter, we find chapter 2 is also part of the foundational Psalms. And that is because not only do we need the blessing that is found in the book of Psalms chapter 1, but we also in Psalm 2, we need the Messiah. We need Jesus Christ. Uh, psalm 2 is the best known of the, of the Messianic Psalms. It's a psalm about the Lord. And we find here that the nations are against God. It says in verse 1, Why are the nations in an uproar and the people devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointing, saying, Let us tear his fetters apart and cast away their cords from us. So we find that uh, mankind, humanity, has always wanted to break away from God and do their own thing. They do not want to be under the sovereignty and the authority of the Lord himself, and so they're in constant riot against him, 
constant rebellion against him. The Lord reacts to that in verse 4 by saying, He who sits in the heaven laughs, and the Lord scoffs at them. Uh, they do not intimidate him in the least, no matter how defiant they become. But he offers something much wonder more wonderful in verse 7. He says to them, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. He speaks of his son, sending of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, to, uh, to die for the sins of these rebellious people like you and I. And so we have these two psalms together. One talks about how to be blessed as we meditate on the law of the Lord day and night and turn away from, from evil counsel. In chapter 2, it talks about the ultimate need of redemption found only in the Son of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You put these two together, and we have the introduction to the psalms, and everything else throughout the rest of the psalms kind of go back to these two psalms, our need for the wisdom and the meditation upon the Word of God and our need for Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Well, when we put these things together, meditate on them, and praise God for them, we have a wonderful life as well as a wonderful day in the Lord. We'll pick up on book two of Psalms tomorrow.